What's up, everybody? I'm Michael Nettemeyer here with Jeff King and Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Witwin Podcast. Whatever it takes, whenever it's needed, we're talking all things real estate. Today, we want to touch on, we want to continue on our lead generation series and talking about FISBOs for sale by owners. I actually like for sale by owners. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like them, but they're overpriced typically. Typically overpriced, so nice. yeah. Yeah, they come with their own set of challenges. I think they have a lot of hope in the very beginning, especially as soon as they go on the market. Everybody's kind of blowing them up as a for sale by owner that maybe agents have people that they want to bring by and say that they have a buyer, maybe when they don't. So all of those phone calls get them really excited. But then, you know, if you continue to talk to them a couple of days later or weeks later and they're still on the market and nothing happened with those buyers or those alleged buyers that agents might have had that, you know, we're going to write a contract. It's it's an interesting conversation because you don't know what they've been told before, and there are a lot of people reaching out to them. Agreed. And I think, you know, the great thing about for sale by owners is that, one, it's, it's the low-hanging fruit of our industry, mm-hmm. right? You know they have a need or a want to sell their house. And with that said, they're not working with a realtor because they want to save on commission. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay 6%. Right, and so it's it's a tricky situation because you know it's it's probably a, one of the faster ways to go get business, and at the same time you're going after people that don't necessarily want to work with a realtor. So you need to show immense value in order to end up working with a for sale by owner. Because the end of the day, they're here to save money, and they yeah. see a realtor commission as a big expense, not as a way of putting more money in their pocket. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the best questions to ask, especially when we're calling and reaching out to the for sale by owners, is that, you know, are they planning on paying a commission to a buyer's agent? Are they cooperating with a buyer's agent if we were to bring them a buyer? And if that answer is yes, they'll typically, I'll ask them anyway, you know, what are you planning on, on paying them? And they'll typically say 2.5 or 2.7%. And I've got a couple of people that have reached out to, and they just flat out said no. Like, mm-hmm. no, we're not cooperating with the buyer's agent. We're not paying them anything. And from there, it's an even bigger kind of uphill climb for them. They don't last long. You know, it, it obviously probably will not get sold. But the folks that are at least interested in cooperating with the buyer's agent, that opens up the door to be able to kind of stay in contact with them. Agreed. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of FISBOs, too, that have a bad connotation on realtors just because of the past. They've had a bad experience with them. So now they just think realtors don't do anything, so they're better off just selling by you know by owner. And just because they a realtor in the past may have screwed them over, so they just think all realtors are like that. They just place us all in the same category. So they th- think, oh, well, I'm better off on my own. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. get more money, you know, pricing it $20,000 over this estimate. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's not worth even close to that. Well, yeah, not all realtors are created equal, right? Exactly. So the cool thing about for sale by owners, though, I think, is that as a brand new realtor, right? And, and so one of the one of the downsides is that in the market that we've been in here in St. Louis over the last couple of years has been a very strong seller's market. And people were able to list their house for sale by owner because inventory was so low, they were able to sell it. Now, moving into more of a balanced market and then possibly we may shift into more of a buyer's market, all signs are starting to indicate to that. For sale by owners, they're going to start having a tougher time selling their home mm-hmm. themselves. So this is where, as a new agent, as a seasoned agent, as someone that's been in it for 100 years or, or even a year or less, this is a great way to start picking up business. And the nice thing about it is it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't have to cost anything. Right. A great source of going to get business right away is Zillow. You can go to Zillow and get every single for sale by owner, and you get the phone number. Just scroll under the bottom, and they're all right there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so think about that as a new agent getting into this. 
you don't need some fancy program that's going to show you how to go sell for sale by owners. Because what I see is a lot of realtors that are like, well, I want to do for sale by owners, but I need to get all my marketing first. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing we talked about last week in expireds. Everyone thinks they have to have all of their marketing put mm-hmm. together, and then they need to go pay a service maybe to give them a list of people. And, and we do pay for certain service that gives us a list because we have the money to do it now. But back in the day, when I first started, I didn't have the money to do that. You can go to Zillow, get every single free phone number for sale by owners, and pick up your cell phone and call them, and you can start lead generating and prospecting for business right away without costing a dime. Exactly, and you're making contact with people that are trying to sell their home. Mm-hmm. So you at least have those conversations. It's not kind of going back to some of the previous episodes where we talk about circle prospecting or calling around neighborhoods where maybe someone hasn't indicated that they want to sell their home. If it's a for sale by owner, it's already on the market in a, in a way. They're trying to sell it themselves, but they at least are open to selling. And I think then, just what you said, Michael, there is how do we add enough value to be able to convince them that if they're willing to work with the buyer's agent who brings them a buyer, why don't they take the next step and ultimately list the home with us as well too so that we can proactively market their home and then get it sold. Yeah. And adding value is not lying to them and saying you have a buyer. Correct. Because that's what so many realtors do. They say, well, I might have a buyer for your home, but I won't know until I come see the house. Mm-hmm. You don't I really have a buyer for it. I think we run into that problem because a lot of realtors don't match the scripts at all. So right. They just True. pick the easy way out. Yep. Just say, hey, I'll lie to you to get in the door, and then maybe I'll learn the scripts by the time I get in the door, and then you know, hopefully give them the list. But you're already setting a bad tone with that seller because you're lying to them off the bat. And then when they find out you don't have a buyer, they're going to be pretty pissed at you because you just wasted 30 minutes, an hour of their time because they might not even live in the home. Mm-hmm. They might be driving 30 minutes to that house to meet you, and you don't even have a buyer. You're just trying to sell And, them. and my thing is, too, what's the point? You know, right. what is the point of going and previewing a home if you have no intentions to go and sell it? Right. If you're saying, oh, I'm going to come preview the house, I might have a buyer for you, and you don't actually have a buyer, well, you're not going to make any money because you have no buyer to sell it to, and you're not coming in at the angle that you actually want to list their home and make money on the sell side. So what's the point of actually going and previewing it? You're wasting everybody's time. You're wasting the seller's time. You're wasting your own time. Because if you think about it, too, here's what's going to happen. You're going to call, and you're going to say, hey, I might have a buyer for your house. They're going to say, great. Well, why wouldn't they want to invite a realtor mm-hmm. who might have a buyer for their house? You're going to get there. You're going to start walking through the house. Maybe you put your comp report together and you, you're getting ready for this so-called appointment. And you get there and as you're walking through the house, you're asking them questions. And then they say, well, yeah, if we decide to list, we're going to list with my brother. Or we're going to list our house with my sister. Yep. And now all of a sudden your whole mindset of like, hey, I'm here to act, act like I have a buyer. You're like, why am I here? Yep. Because there, <laughs> you have zero shot. You don't have a buyer for one. And two, you have zero shot of probably getting that listing, yeah. right? So instead of lying to people and saying that you have a buyer, why not work on scripts and get good at scripts? And when you make these phone calls, just flat out ask them, hey, I see your house is for, on, you know, on the market now for sale by owner. I saw it in Zillow or for sale by owner.com or wherever site you got it from. How's it going? How's the listing going? And they're going to say, it's great. I'm getting a ton of calls. Yeah, I bet you are. Or a lot of those realtors saying they have buyers for your home. Well, yeah, they are. Great. Have any of them brought buyers? Well, no, they haven't. Great. So let me ask you this. Where do you plan on moving to when your home sells? And then now you're getting motivation. Oh, I'm going to move to Florida. That's fantastic. How quickly do you need to be there? Well, we need to be there in the next 30 days. Let me ask you this. If your house isn't sold in the next 30 days, what is your plan? Well, I don't know. What do you mean? My, my, what I mean is that if your home's not sold in the next 30 days, will you interview or at least consider interviewing a realtor for the job of getting your home sold? Possibly. Fantastic. Now call them again next week, right? You're just getting those ins, and you don't necessarily have to set the appointment right then and there on that first call, but now you start building that value, right? And now you can call them again next week. How is it going? And then you follow up, and follow up's the name of the game in this yeah. because 
the likelihood of you getting that appointment on a for sale by owner on the very first, unless you're calling older uh, for sale by owners. You know, if somebody just listed their house today as a for sale by owner, they have 100% confidence that they're going to get their home sold. Talk to them 60 days from now, and it's going to be a totally different yeah, conversation. Especially if it's still sitting there. And that's one of the main things that I like asking in the very beginning. It's a simple question you can ask. You know, what is your motivation level? Is it a low? Is it a medium? Is it a high? And if it's a low, chances are you're going to be closer to that 30, 45, maybe even 60 day before they actually do decide to potentially even start interviewing realtors for the opportunity to list the home. But if they say, yeah, I have a really high motivation level, I just want to try to sell it myself as fast as possible to save on commission, a lot of times it's a commission objective. If we can handle the commission objection, which is essentially saying, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if we're able to net you the amount of money that you need, in addition to paying our, our commission, like after you actually paid the commission, we still net you the amount that you need. We put that money in your pocket. Would you be interested in sitting down with us in order to have the conversation of how we can get your home sold? The answer is usually yes, because what you're going to do there, you'll set up yourself to be able to potentially take the listing. But then in the meantime, too, you're giving them that value. You're giving them tips, talking about some of the things that you would do, maybe give them some marketing tips on places that they can put their home for sale outside of just posting it on Zillow. And then that way, too, you're starting to build that relationship with them. And you might not get it at the end of that conversation either, but it's much better uh, kind of setting the stage as opposed to saying, I might have a buyer. Let me come preview your home. You're at least getting down into the conversation of you being the one that lists the home to be able to sell for them. And if it's big to find out their motivation too, because as you follow up, you can bring that motivation up every time that you talk Mm -hmm. to them. That shows that you're paying attention, you're taking good notes, you're actually caring about them rather than just, you know, picking up the phone and calling them randomly, hey, I'm just checking in. But if you, you know, give them a call and be like, hey, are are you still interested in moving to Colorado in the next two months? How are things looking for you? Do you think you're going to be able to do that? If not, I can come in and talk to you and show you how we can get your house sold in the next 30 days. Right. Absolutely. How many conversations would you say it's been taking for you, Joe, to be able to set the appointment with the FISBO? At least two. At least, At least two. Because mm-hmm. I found that I've called some like 60 days after I've talked to them, and they're way more motivated than they were the first time. Like mm-hmm. you said, in the first week, two weeks, they're super you know, confident that they're going to get their home sold because they're getting all the calls, like you were saying. But then if you just wait and kind of let them cook for a while, wait a month, two months, three months, and they're way more motivated yeah. to yeah. Mm-hmm. actually get it sold because they're just sitting there with the house. It's collecting and, dust. And, and that's the key. It's all in the follow-up. So 70% of your business is going to come from follow-up. And that's where if you you basically, you need to position yourself to be there when the time comes that they're super frustrated. Yeah. They're tired of trying to do it by themselves. And you're the answer to, to, their, to their, you know, you're the solution to their problem. And the way you do that is just by following up consistently. So you call them week one, then you give them a call back maybe 14 days later, and you call them back another seven days after that, and then in 14 days, seven. Right? You're yeah. constantly keeping in touch, adding value on each of those calls, and people might say, well, how am I adding value? Give them tips. I mean, ask them too. Like, hey, would you would you be opposed if we, we got your home on our Facebook page? We can kick it out to thousands of people that are following our Facebook page. Offer them free services like that where, you know, I like too, hey, if we could get your house on the market and start marketing the home for you. And then if you find the buyer for it, you know, we can step out of it and you can still sell it for free. Why not offer that? Absolutely. Right? Because mm-hmm. the likelihood of them finding the buyer themselves is probably pretty small. Is it worth the risk of getting their home on the market to go ahead and try to start marketing and sell it? If, out of, you know, the slight chance they do find a buyer for it, you lose that deal. Was it worth it? I think so. Yeah. Chances definitely. are you're going to pick up a buyer. You may end up at least doing all the paperwork for them. Possibly they have a house that they need to buy. Now you represent them on that. So it's just getting creative with things and not and really the big thing is just getting into action. Pick up the phone and start calling them. You don't need some um, unbelievable follow up system 
before you even start making the phone calls. Start making the phone calls and then develop your unbelievable follow-up system mm-hmm. as you go, and you can tweak it as you go. Like I can tell you, we don't do much follow. You know, as far as we don't, do we have a ten-step physical plan yeah. or twelve-step? No. It's not something plan? that costs thousands of dollars to do. Right. You don't yeah. need a thousand-dollar plan that helps you write the scripts. You literally have to pick up the phone and continue to have conversations. Yeah. And that's free. Yeah. And there's a lot of courses out there, too, that will try to teach you the magical way, right. mm-hmm. the special way mm-hmm. to do it. They'll charge you thousands of dollars. And at the end of the day, it's all the same. It's just a matter of following up, learning the scripts, and being consistent about it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't follow up, you're going to lose out on the appointments. And chances are the seller is probably going to tell you, hey, call me in a month. I'd always recommend just cutting that in half because if you wait a month, someone else is going to step in in 29 days. Yeah. And take your list. I remember in the very beginning, especially when we were talking to Fizbos, we were waiting too long to get back yeah. in touch with them, we so that taken. you would go, you would go back and look at that listing, and it would already be listed by somebody else. Yeah. And so the name of that game there is they are going to list with someone at some point in time. Make sure that you are the one that is at least top of mind, yeah. or you've at least been able to sit down in front of them, and you're in that time frame, maybe that week time frame, when they've decided to start interviewing agents to be able to sell their home. Yeah, that's the key. You just have to be in front of them when mm-hmm. they're ready to go and constant follow-up. So people might be asking the scripts. We're talking a lot about scripts. Yeah. Where do they get the scripts? Right. Well, you can simply just go to Google and type in first sale. <laughs> that's honestly First sale scripts, right. and then you got like yeah. 5, 10, 15 great scripts right there. You can just use one, master it, and Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, all of the scripts out there and all of these coaching and training companies, honestly, a lot of them just kind of steal from each other. Not steal. They, they model they after model, each other. Right, right? right. And so they're going to... Take a script, tweak it a little bit. And that's what we really what we've done. We have got a lot of our own scripts now. And it's honestly pulling bits and pieces out of every single script and figuring out over thousands of conversations that we've had with people what works and what doesn't work. And you take out the stuff that doesn't work. You put in the stuff that does work. And you, you get good at one objection handling. Because, again, any kind of conversation, a real estate conversation you're having on a lead generation call, there's only so many objections you're going to get. There might be a handful, 10 at best. So if you know how to overcome those 10 objections, you're going to be dangerous in this field, in in this profession. If you don't practice that stuff, though, you're not, because what's going to happen is you're going to get the first objection. You're just going to say, okay, thanks for taking my call. And then that's the end of it. And you're never going to get a chance to get in front of that seller. And really, if if your main objection handler is reducing your commission, you need to practice your objection handlers. Because the, the commission in and of itself, is it's not about the money. It's, it really isn't about the money. It's the level of service and will you be able to sell their home ultimately? And can you net them the amount of money that they want to put in their pocket? If you can net them the amount of money that you put in their pocket, what does it matter what they pay you in commission? And so that's you know one of our, our scripts that we used is, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, by the end of this transaction, would you rather say that we net you the most amount of money possible or that you paid your realtor the least? Mm-hmm. And I, to this day, I have not had anyone say, oh, it's we need to pay a realtor the least. It's right. always, I need to net the most amount of money that I can. And usually they have a number in mind. Right. And then you work backwards. And if you're strong on your negotiation skills, if you're strong on your communications with your dealing with other agents when they actually offer, you know, actually write a contract to do an offer, and you're, you're defending that dollar value that they need to net, Nine times out of ten, it's a really easy transaction because you know exactly what you need to net for them. You know how to defend it. You've practiced your scripts. You know what objections are going to come into play, and you're able to continue on. Agreed. I mean, that's a great point. And I think the common theme that I think most people now at this point are starting to hear from us is that you have to, one, treat this as a profession. Mm -hmm. You have to practice every single day. 
if you're not practicing scripts every single day, you're not getting better. And you're probably not going to make it in this industry. You might do okay for a couple of years. You might have a, you know, if you really want to blow this this thing up and have a huge business and have a really truly live a life by design, right? Where you have your you live in abundance, not scarcity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lived in times where my bank account was negative, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's living in in, very, in scarcity, and it's not fun. And when that was occurring, I was not doing the things I'm doing today. You know, I was I was not treating this as a true profession, and and that's the common theme here is that. If you treat this as a profession and you really commit to it at 100% and do the right things every single day, day in and day out, there's no reason you can't succeed in this business. That's right. And there's no reason that you can't pick up the phone today, make a for sale by owner call, and go get a listing by the end of the day. I mean, that literally can happen. You can make that phone call today, go on the appointment, take a listing, and you can have a brand new listing tomorrow. But how many people are willing to do that? Right. right? How many people would rather just make excuses... And, and, and this is the easiest way to go out and get business. These people are out there letting you know they have a house to sell. A lot of them need help, too. And a lot of them need, need help, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what are they going to do when they get a contract? Are they going to negotiate it? Do they know how to negotiate it? Do they know that there's a 10-day inspection period? I knew, I talked to a for sale by owner once that sold her house to an attorney, and he said, oh, I'll just take care of the paperwork. And she said, okay, because she thought it was saving him her money. And the attorney wrote it all in his favor. Of course. Right? Yeah. And so there was no inspection time frame. Ended up costing her almost $17,000 that she had to do in repairs because there were no timelines in the contract. And she thought she was saving money. Had she hired a realtor, she probably could have spent 8000 Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. saved a ton of money. And so, I mean, that's the big thing is that with for sale by owners, if you're a realtor and you want to start taking your business to the next level, just start doing that. If you're brand new, pick up the phone and start doing it. Google a script or call us. We'll give you our script. Yep. Come totally practice fine. your scripts with us. Yeah. 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 How do you even call How do you get a hold of us? What's our office number? 636 614. Not even know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it. Whatever our office number is. 636 534 8381. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. I never call our office. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but call us. We'll send you a script or you can email us too. Info at the But um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where we're going to sign off here right now. Anything else to add before we go? No, I think we'll continue talking about lead generation. And really, if you have questions, send them in to us. If you have different experiences with FISBOs that you want to share with us, let us know. We'd love to be able to feature them on the podcast. Absolutely. That'd be great. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cool.